0: it's been said that christian music sucks on the antidote we dispel that myth as we explore the artistry of christian bands listen to in-depth interviews and music from these faith-based groups for unique and innovative music ranging from metalcore to indie folk you'll hear it all on the antidote with dave hawkins Wednesdays at 9 on Trent Radio, 92.7 FM, Peterborough.
1: is rust and love is gold and being yours never gets old i hope you understand the things that you are being told when you get back home when you hit the ground my heartbeat will be the only sound you hear when you finally come around when you come around when you get back home when you
0: the antidote is back with dave and abram hawkins for another night of christian artists who are breaking the musical norms Our opening track tonight came from one of those bands. The Scurvies are an old-school rock and roll punk band who used to call Fairbanks' Alaska home, but are now based out of Minneapolis. The Scurvies have only generated a pair of albums over the years, but this includes some awesome music. I met up with Chris, the front man and lead vocalist to the Scurvies last summer. He spent some time with The Antidote discussing their music.
2: The first half of the show will feature the Scurvy's first full-length Night Prowler, and the last half of the antidote will include their 2011 release, Don't Let Me Go. Check out this track, Dagger, before we head into the first part of the interview.
0: I'm Dave Hawkins, and this is The Antidote. Listeners to this show know of my passion for both hard music and punk. It's a treat for me to spend a few minutes with one of my favorite punk bands, The Scurvies. Chris, thanks for joining The Antidote. No problem. Who came up with the plan to form The Scurvies?
3: Um, that was, yeah, that was me. Um, what it was, I think I I had been in a couple bands that were more punk, some that were a little bit more hardcore, and um A little faster, and I think I just wanted something that had a little bit more of a rock and roll feel to it, yeah, and um pretty much just got a, a couple of people together and we started playing shows um two thousand three that 's kind of where it started
0: Can you explain how you chose the name the scurvies for the band
1: yeah
3: um actually, there was like some book that I read, and i don 't even know what it was called, but but it was about. Uh, like a group of pirates or whatever they were like the main characters in the book and scurvy is like a disease that sailors and pirates and you you know used to get but in this book uh scurvy was actually the nickname they gave each other it was like a derogatory nickname that they gave each other and i thought it was you know kind of funny that it was just kind of this this running theme in the book where they would just call each other that and uh something about sailors and pirates in general i have people always like oh the scurbies you're a pirate band like we're not really a pirate band but i was always kind of influenced and inspired by the kind of lifestyle that just out of sheer like adventure like the wildness and the kind of savagery and just kind of uh yeah kind of the break all the rules kind of mentality of that seafaring lifestyle and uh it's like the open sea. You you know you don't really know where you're going. It's kind of uh, all open at territory, and I kind of see music and traveling and and all that to be the same thing. So that that's kind of uh, what inspired the name, and it kind of had a you know kind of had like a a gnarly kind of ring to the the band name, and I just I don't know it just kind of stuck. So it's actually it's a whole new genre, pirate punk. Oh uh, well. We kind of, over the course of time, we coined our style as fun punk rock and roll. And, you know, like rock and roll is all about not taking yourself too seriously. So, like, that is what we actually generally classify our music as. We would never say we're a pirate punk band because we don't sing about being landlubbers and anchors away and ho ho ho. I mean, it's just not not. Uh, we don't really have any of that stuff in our lyrics, but it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've always called our style fun punk rock and
0: roll. Smash was the first song I ever heard from the Scurries and it definitely got me hooked. And after that song, we're we're gonna have a breakout and that's lined up. Some people think that old school punk is a dead genre, so what's your response to that
3: uh, they're dead wrong. I mean, if you want to get technical if it's old school punk rock, that kind of technically means that you've been around since the old school, which we haven't but I was definitely inspired by like the first wave of punk writing songs, you know, like the Ramones and the Clash and all that um, for sure i don't know it's not even like there is a old school punk homage, but You know, there's also 60s and 70s, like, garage rock uh, influences in our music, and as we've gotten older and, you know, band numbers come and go, you kind of get different influences. I mean, I've been inspired by tons of stuff, and, you know, I listen to all kinds of different genres, Um, so... The idea that old-school punk is dead, maybe it is, but, you know, you can never really truly kill a style because someone's always going to gravitate towards it, you know, in a future generation and put their own spin on it. And also, like, where you get um, the birth of new genres, um, I don't know, like, it's kind of a yes and no answer as that goes, um, being, like, dead, yes, maybe, but people are still discovering, like, those old bands and kind of writing songs in the, in the same vein and putting their own twist on it, so... Kind of like constant rebirth in a way, I guess.
2: One constant in punk music is short songs, and the scurvies are no exception to that unwritten rule. All of 43 Seconds is here in Go Berserk. Enjoy.
0: From the Scurvies. Now let's head back to the interview. So you mentioned about influences. Has there been any specific bands that have actually influenced the Scurvies directly? Um,
3: yeah, I mean, I would say that the, the Ramones have always been a, a big influence. Um, the, their no-nonsense approach to writing songs uh, being very direct, but also very catchy. And most of the first wave punk bands um, have been pretty influential it's like probably way too many in to the name of bands that have been inspirational. I've been I've been really inspired by uh, some of the newer bands that are kind of, I don't know, they're kind of uh, taking the idea of punk and rock and roll and whatever else you, you want to call it and kind of flipping it around and doing different things with it. Um, I'm a huge fan of uh, bands like Black Rebel Motorcycle Club and The Hives and... White Stripes and some of the other bands that are kind of uh, taken an element of punk rock or rock and roll and um, gone to the fringe of it and done their own thing. I tend to find myself gravitating towards bands that are not strictly punk, but are on the fringes of punk. And they're taking that, uh, the raw, like the, the intensity of it, or the, just the idea of the creativity of it, and doing something completely different with it, um, like I love Against Me, and the bike is a pipe bomb, and some of the bands that have taken punk and done a like a kind of a more um, folk inspired like twist on it, um, bands that have taken it into a more like a shoegazy like garage kind of direction, and now there's a huge wave of bands that have taken hardcore into a, a totally different you know direction, um, and that's really cool to me too. I just I like the idea of taking a genre or whatever you want to call it and totally pushing it as far to the edge as possible and creating this new thing where people can be like oh they're kind of like a hardcore band or kind of like a punk band but not quite but they're still like they still have that same like super raw like urgency and no-nonsense approach but they're doing their own thing like I would say that bands like The Arcade Fire or whatever that are completely pushing the envelope of what can be like independent rock or punk or indie rock or whatever you want and do, just you know pushing it as far as they can in their own direction to the edge to a place that no one has taken it before. I really like the idea of taking, you know, a genre or style or an influence that you have and just putting it as far into your own corner as possible because then you kind of Like I said about the, you know, the open sea, you know, you're going into new territory and that's really exciting because you're inspiring like a whole new generation of people or whatever you want to call it. So that's really exciting to me.
2: won't give in from the scurvy's night prowler album
0: well speaking of taking stuff in a whole different direction 2007 you released your full-length night prowler that's a killer release how did you market that album how did you get the response from that
3: um well we were on a pretty small label at the time uh, boot to head records they were kind of a longtime favorite of ours we had known about them since, like, the mid-90s because of, you know, different releases they'd done. They had been super DIY and had kind of maintained that uh, spirit of putting out pretty different styles, but all in the same kind of spirit. So, anyway, we were fans of bands like Crux and Blaster the the Man, different uh, bands that had been on that label. Um, and we had submitted our demo, our first EP, actually, to them in 2005, I think. And um, so he really wanted to do a record with us. So anyway, when we released it, um, yeah, I know we sent out a bunch of, like, promo copies and stuff to different um, magazines and stuff. And, yeah, the marketing was largely done on the label's part, um, but even before the record came out, we had done probably, like, about um, a month and a half or something of touring. When the record came out, we we just pretty much toured on it a lot and that was kind of how we pushed it on our end and then the label kind of pushed it on the promo end but yeah nothing ever like too crazy or too big we just kind of toured on it and then um i think we released it in 07 at cornerstone um or actually like a few days before that but yeah i don't know, we just pretty much toured on it and that was that was the main way we got it out there
0: <laughs> red city from the scurries You brought out your second full-length, Don't Let Me Go. What are the similarities and differences between Don't Let Me Go and your previous Night Prowler release?
3: Well, musically, I mean, I, I feel like we didn't really try to reinvent the wheel or anything, um, being that there was like four years in between uh, the releases. We had written a bunch of songs in between that time, and when it came to about six months before we were getting ready to record... A bunch of the songs we had written, we weren't happy with. We didn't feel like they were strong enough or, or were ready enough or whatever. And so we, we just kept and We kind of pushed a bunch of, uh, pushed our heads together and tried to crank out a bunch of new stuff. Um, but during that, you know, four-year period, there was definitely a lot of changes in the band. I mean, primarily there was a big kind of uh, changeover of members. And that, with that, you know, we had a bunch of new uh, cooks in the kitchen with their own influences and stuff. Uh, our bass player, Lucas, um, has been in a number of um, old school country bands um, doing like Johnny Cash, Hank Williams kind of stuff. So he kind of brought his his ideas to the table. Um, our guitar player, Eli, had listened to just tons of stuff, electronic music and all kinds of As they kind of uh, jumped into the band um, in 2009 and throughout the next like year and a half as we kind of like bonded as friends and stuff, um, kind of, yeah, we had that sudden, I mean it wasn't sudden, but um, when we wrote out the new songs kind of in the last uh, few months before recording, I guess like all that kind of stuff like came to the head uh, and we were like, oh, what we kind of came up with at the end was different than what songs that we had been writing. So, yeah, I mean, it was, like, a gradual change, but one we didn't, like, really probably recognize until right there at the end. But um, I'm pretty happy with the result
2: of it. The title track of Don't Let Me Go.
3: Hey, this is Chris from The Scurvies. You're listening to The Antidote on 92.7 FM. Keep on rocking in the free world.
2: by the scurvies so how do people
3: find your music online we have our new album available on bandcamp for free our first album you know a lot of people still listen to it on spotify which is uh, another uh, online service we you know we push stuff through our web store and through our facebook page and you can pretty much get all of our music online one way or the other you know and our first album is on itunes and so yeah, I don't know people find different ways of, of getting it, uh, either from us or from a third party or whatever.
2: Here's a little of that country and Western influence showing up on Gunpowder, found on the Don't Let Me Go album.
1: That you're looking in We're all waiting for the money to just roll in And it's all running out
0: does the feature hold for the scurvies
3: it's a really good question i'm not totally sure um we're kind of in a in a strange season where we've had a number of smaller tours and that have kind of had different uh, member lineups we recently did a tour in alaska where you know the band is originally from and had a mixture of old and new members um making up the lineup and it was really cool we are uh currently short a drummer um so we're we're kinda looking for a new drummer and uh yeah it's gonna be interesting maybe it might take us to a new city we're not really sure yet um what we're doing it's definitely like i feel like definitely we're in a we're in a crossroads of the band right now and um it's uh gonna be very interesting we don't really know what's gonna happen next um but I'm excited for whatever has you know happens um I've been writing a lot of new stuff that I'm excited about um, that we haven't really gotten a chance to practice altogether. So, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen next, but I'm excited for it, whatever it is.
0: Here's one of my favorites from the scurvies, Kamikaze. Dave Hawkins, and this is The Antidote. We've been speaking with Chris from the Streets, just an absolutely killer punk band. Chris, thanks for spending some time with us. No problem. I appreciate it.
1: Like you believe it Doesn't matter where we run As long as you got the keys So back and i got the white ones Say we'll be together Say it isn't just for fun Cause I don't want to Play it one more time, one more time. Play the song for me, little piano, play it one more time, one more time. Play the song for me, little piano, play it one more time, one more time. Play the song for me, little piano, play it one more time.
2: That was Little Piano from the self-proclaimed fun punk rock and roll band, The Scurvies, on this episode of The Antidote. The Antidote airs each Wednesday at 9 through the facilities of Trent Radio, 92.7 FM, Peterborough.
0: Features heard on The Antidote are also available for listening at theantidoteradio.com. And beginning this month, segments of The Antidote will also be heard in Latin America, as We Are One Radio will be airing portions of this show in their broadcast in South America. Next week on The Antidote, we'll be speaking with the band Ilya about the role women have in modern rock. Listen in as they dump on me for having the social faux pas of referring to them as a girl band. And along with Ilya, we're going to be airing a number of great artists who, yes, uh, just happen to be female. Melancholy Holler's own lovely lady, Shannon Culkin is about to head into the studio, so let's put in one last tune from the Scurvies. Can you uh, cue it up, Abram?
1: I had this look in my mouth when I gave away my ring. I felt a little battle loss. Regret and bitterness are threats of evil, not so sweet.